that and today we're going to talk about mando trailer we're going to talk about problems at disney and um maybe some video game stuff and uh make sure you like the video subscribe to the channel and all that jazz and um oh look who it is it's santa and he's telling you to like the video so like well, like like the video that will loser that's what i'm gonna call him because he like he likes willow more than me this guy what what I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, Santa. At the end, the villains like didn't even do anything. The extra ones that they had, they just stood there. And he's like, well, they kind of did something. I said, no, Santa, get back in there. And I, I closed the app right now and started the show. Yeah, Santa's like a Led Zeppelin mark. You know what I mean? He's big on that 70s fantasy. Like, Man, you know? if it was 70s fantasy, they would have been like, they would have like chopped off that big guy's arms and just had him grow him back or something, you know? But, <laughs> but they have like, like there's this fight. It's like like where Kit and Jade are, I don't know, sorry, um, Kit and Alora are going like back to back and they're like talking, like switching sides, but they're not really doing anything. If you watch the scene, they're just switching sides and being like, I can see you, therefore you can't kill me. I, it, it makes no zero sense. And um, yeah, that show, man, somebody did a, did a, did like an edit on the Reddit um, thing for it where they just changed all the music out to like the classic little theme song. And I watch it, I'm like, man, now, now this is working. It's dumb, but it's it's it works no, it's not better. dumb. It, it, it go, let's let's put in a disco track for the Superman movie and drop John Williams music and see how that goes. You know? Yeah, yeah, and like you know, some of the music I did like. You know, like I generally like Phoebe Bridger, but not 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 my Willow. Um, oh man, yeah, he sent me this thing, this like thing, and once again though, if somebody is really enjoying it and really believes that, then I'm happy for them. I think they're fundamentally wrong, but I'm not going to like, you know, make it my personality and go after them. Uh, that's the difference between like a grown up and um, alt right Star Wars uh, YouTube. <laughs> but also, anyway, they should remember that when they shit on me for like an avatar. Everybody likes Avatar. You're the one who's always put up with this, has, having this persecution. Oh, no, complex. they'll turn. They'll turn. Give it a month or two. Mm. You know, like, <laughs> no, I, I told you I saw it. I saw it in 2D. I saw I, I saw it in 2D and uh Eh, it's a 3d movie you know i i'm gonna say i'm i'm gonna say i like yeah but you know i I will never like it in 2d i'm gonna come back on you on that one Mm -hmm. star wars if it debuted on an iphone doesn't hit you the same in 77 than on a giant fucking screen with that star destroyer film i watched not the the same no see that's the same growing up with it on videotape no, it's all expositional not myth. boring shit. It was myth. the cantina, it's man. It was the cantina. It doesn't that's, play the same. That's where I come it, in. The same footage is on the holiday special. It doesn't play the same as when you're in the theater with the big. Mm. No. So that's just cinema. Cinema works better big, bro. Like that's why they came up with the cinescope mm. screen. Like, yeah. It's but like saying with David Lean, David oh, Lean, dude. you know, when I watch it on my phone, nah. it's not as big, you know, but like, yeah, let's, but let, 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 let's get real about, about history here, though. Our 60 inch TVs that we have in our bedrooms now at 4k look better than the big screen but the prints that you used to see in the theater not at the distance they played for fucking years and they looked like i I remember seeing movies no they look they look better and not garbage no no i remember i remember seeing movies (laughs) so fucked up that I wasn't watching the movie i was watching the pubic hairs and scratches dance Right, but they played in theaters for a long time because they mm-hmm. were popular. So I'm telling you, they got popular right. because when they showed up that first week, you know, the, the first month or two, like any other theater, that's how the movie gets big. If that movie had showed up on 
PBS, you know, or ABC mm-hmm. Sunday Night Special, like Battlestar Galactica, doesn't play the same. Doesn't play the same. I mean, I'm not making an argument that seeing something in a movie theater isn't as fun or as good, but to act like what we have at home is somehow worlds different. Sometimes you go to the movie theater today, and uh, the screen doesn't even feel that much bigger than the one you have at home. Somebody getting almost of those like multiplexes with like 30 theaters in it. Those screens, I I don't think personally are big enough to bother getting up off my ass for. But I I know where we can meet in the middle here, Rob. Right here, it's Santa saying he's going to wait for it to come to streaming. I'm going to say just don't fucking bother, Santa. Just don't even bother no, with that. It's a Go see it in the theater. It, it sucks. At, I'm just telling you, it sucks in 2D. It's not It's not that good of a movie that it works great in in because uh, it, it puts all its potatoes into the 3D. So you got to see it in 3D because then it becomes worth it. Then what it sacrifices Fortnite with for, one eye closed, right? That's yeah. good. You like you like no, you know what Fortnite is good all the time even with with one eye <laughs> play with eyes. one eye closed see how yeah. fun it is <laughs> mm-hmm. you haven't tried it <laughs> I will today and I'll prove you wrong <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> um all right so this is from bestmanbulletin.org. a new trailer for Mandalorian season three confirmed to release on January sixteenth by best by Brian Bestino. So you could give him a coffee if you read a site every day or if you use it and make sure to tell him making Star Wars sent you suck it. We hate that guy here. Um, it's been four months since the exciting teaser trailer for the highly anticipated third season of Mandalorian was released during the D23 exposition. And fans have been patiently waiting for a follow up trailer ever since. Oh, patiently fucking speak for yourself I'm there buddy ass. i mean i i was going to put the article out so all day all, all day i just go oh is is it gonna have uh that girl from wrestling that i that i wink it to all the time will she be in it and i'm just like i don't well, know but will she jason you didn't answer my question yes. i mean i posted yes. it <laughs> yes okay. the official and likely final trailer was rumored to be debuting on Christmas, but but hands had to wait a little longer than that expected. See, this is where it starts taking all these digs at me and stuff because it didn't pan out. Uh, oh, I, oh, yeah, oh, you got yeah. the trailer release date uh-huh. wrong, Jason. Right. Oh, no. Um, no, uh-huh. he goes on. He, no, he goes on to say, "I I love Bespin." In an official press release from the Disney-owned ESPN, the new trailer for The Mandalorian season three will debut on the network January 16th during the Monday Night Football wildcard game between the Dallas Cowgirls and the Tampa Pigs, which begins at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Um, Disney and Lucasfilm debuting a trailer for a Star Wars project during Monday Night Football has happened frequently over the years. So it comes as no surprise that Disney will once again implement this marketing strategy for the eagerly awaited third season of The Mandalorian. Little is known about what to expect from the new trailer, but a rumor from Making Star Wars claims, claims, this guy actually trying to, trying to make it sound like I'm a liar, claims that fans will get their first look at Back to the Future's Christopher Lloyd in the trailer, and that once again the trailer will focus on Bo-Katan being the antagonist to Din this season, though it is not though it is not the case and it's just being made to look this way for marketing purposes. Yeah. In the uh, trailer that was going to hit at Christmas, we were going to see... Um, Christopher Christopher Lloyd's new character, and we were going to see. Uh, I, I honestly think there was a shot of um, Gideon with the helmet too. I think that might have been in it, but don't quote me on that one. 
but I, so I had things. it like it, I had it inferred, but uh, no, but but I was also if if you watch me on Santa's show, the like like afterwards he asked what happened, and I said I was told everything at Disney Plus has changed. Like I had a source tell me anything that you knew like three weeks ago about like release dates and stuff like that. Don't report it. Just just don't do it. I was like okay, and that's because everything um, shifted. And now, for all I know, there was always going to be a Monday night, a Monday night football trailer. I think there probably always was going to be one in with this uh, Christmas surprise that it they didn't do. But so there, there we go. I don't know. I don't know if we we might get if we might get the trailer online before that day. It could happen. That's also happened before. But but this is what is going on over at Disney now. And it's a proxy fight. This is from the Hollywood Reporter. Nike executive Mark Parker will lead the board while investor Nelson Peltz's fund expressed concern that Disney leaders failed to effectively communicate the financial rationale behind the strategic pivots. So... There's basically like a, a, a an investors group that's really big in in Disney, and uh, they're 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 going a little bit rogue, is what it sounds like. So they're 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 mad. They want their money. They want to pretend like there hasn't been a pandemic. They want to pretend like they weren't trying to dominate of the fucking market on in streaming. That they weren't trying to take it over and all kinds of just generally stupid shit. But it's somebody from from Nike who they're they're bringing in and. Uh, so that means we could expect some uh, children in sweatshops working at Disney here uh, being being Wouldn't your, be the first. Wouldn't yeah. Be the first get, meeting you at the park. You'd be like, hey, hey, that <laughs> that quote cast member looks like they're about 11 and they have a pickaxe and blood diamonds in their hands. What's going on? You're here? just you're just giving Katzenberg hope you know, <laughs> I mean, that there might be future. employment. All right. The Walt Disney Company is shaking up its board of directors. Ta- Once again, Hollywood Reporter tapping. It's always tapping, tap at the house of mouses, tapping somebody to, to direct. How about they just fucking finger them? Yeah, you're directing, you know. Well, All right, sorry, I get excited. Jeez, um, tapping Nike executive chairman Mark Parker to be the chairman, effective as of its next annual meeting, next anal meeting. Huh? Uh, Susan Arnold, um, Kevin Arnold's mom from uh, from uh, the Wonder Years. I don't know what uh-huh, she looks like, uh-huh. so I just assume it's Kevin Arnold's mom, who has been chair since Bob Iger hey, retired. Hey, just picture, just picture the mom from Growing Pains in the '60s. Yeah, yeah, and um, also like because it's it's bippity boppity boop kind of bullshit. People actually, they're actually they are chairs. These aren't real people. These are chairs. Uh, who has sure. been chair since Bob Iger sure returned person. from the company at the end of 2021, and who asked him to return last year. Well, which was just like a fucking few months ago, really. When you say like last year, it sounds like it was like a year ago. This was just a this was weeks ago. Will step down from the board at that time. The company says her departure is consistent with Disney's 15-year board term limit. Yeah, which is which is what we need in our government too. Just not 15 years <laughs> for some of this shit. Um, Mark, for, for all of this shit about let's let's run a country like it's a corporation and all that dog shit. Well, how about, how about we at least get this going, you know? All right. Um, Mark Parker's vision, incredible, incredible depth of experience and field of vision, and wise counsel have been invaluable to Disney. And I look forward to continuing working with him in his new role. 
along with our other directors. And we, as we chart the future course for this amazing company, said Bob Iger, Disney CEO bull and bullshitter in a statement. I added that part. Uh, quote, on behalf of my fellow board members and the entire Disney management team, I also want to thank Susan for her superb leadership as chairman for all her tireless work over the past 15 years as an exemplary steward of the Disney brand. Wow. You said it, Bobby. I. So uh, I wonder Parker, she didn't want to come into office and so they got rid of her. She's like, I ain't going to, she's like, I don't want your cooties. I don't want, want your COVID <laughs> cooties. Uh, Parker will also chair a new committee on the Disney board, quote, a succession planning committee dedicated to advising the board on the status of CEO planning. So that has to do with the fact that it, you know, Bob Iger's coming back, but he's only supposed to come back for a short time. So I, I'm reading between the lines here. And I think that like it's to work in conjunction with finding a successor, but also most likely because of what happened when Bob Iger last time before he came back, he stepped, he was stepping down and then said, Nope, psych I'm staying. And it made a lot of uh, friction with the guy who was replacing Bob Iger. And in doing so, I think that there's some people who may have this idea that Bob Iger is sabotaging his successors. And there's also some evidence that there was a little bit of that, maybe. So That's I think, it, and <laughs> yeah. and so in, in yes. putting in putting this person in in this position, it makes it where, in theory, the investors are protected from Bob Iger's ego. But 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 it could also no, not the employees, just the investors. Oh yeah, they don't they don't care about fuck about the employees. They're all children now. You know that they're they're, they're all like they're all Nike ex Nike kids. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're they're they're, they're like late teens now. But you know. All right. They should they should make them like you know those the whole bring a boss to work thing, you know. You know, you know, just people to work. People people from, from the land of Bespin, the the realms of Meg, as they call it, they call it Nike. Isn't that crazy? That, that's just of of all of the, the, the shit that we let them say, why do we let them get away with that one? Nike. It's it's not well, Nike. It's Nike. We have to because we still have Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Dick Dick Van Dykey? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just start calling him Dick Van Dykey. I like that better. Yeah. Um a, a guy uh who was like a really good buddy of mine, his dad was like one of the first runners to wear the Nike shoes. Like his Nike shoes that he wore are like in this like Nike like marathon, but trust me, it's called Nike. Um, yeah, they, they, okay. So Meg doesn't say that, but yeah, they are like, it is like, it is Nike. It, it's, and people in Australia also say Nike as well. I like Nike. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. However, well, like, the company, like Stefani, I'm, I'm turning Japanese. <laughs> I'm turning, I really think so. Yeah, um, I really think so. so Hollywood reporter goes on to write. However, the company also disclosed that it is facing a proxy fight from activist investor Nelson Peltz and his fund Tryon Partners. Trying too hard. More like Tryon Johnson. Am I right, guys? Tryon Johnson? Huh? Last uh, Jedi? Last Jedi? You, um, you opened a can of worms. <laughs> I know. Instead, they're like, oh, ruin Johnson. Uh, all right. All right. Oh, uh, Tryon has nominated. tired. That's not wired. <laughs> yeah, right. Tryon has nominated Peltz to serve on the board. 
In a presentation published on January 11th, the investment firm described many of Disney's challenges as self-inflicted, which when you hear that, you think, I always think of Kurt Cobain, self-inflicted shotgun to the head. That's mm -hmm. kind of what they're trying to, that's what, that's the kind of language that you use for that kind of thing. So as self-inflicted and advocated for the entertainment giant to restore its dividend by fiscal year 2025, seek more efficiencies and additional profits and express uh, concern people that disney management direct to consumer streaming push with disney plus quote failed to effectively communicate the financial rationale behind the strategic pivots <coughs> excuse me so that right there effectively communicate the financial rationale behind the uh, strategic pivot what they need to do is they need to, when they say that, they need to march in all of those sweatshop kids from Nikes all wearing their Grogu backpacks at that point. That's how you do it, right? Because that, this, this, the uh, toys, the, the, the toys and what is that fucking Babes in Toyland theme? Bob Iger marches in and all the East Asian children wearing their fucking gear. Yeah, although, I mean, like, well, I mean, like, that's what I, you know, it's like if you – it depends on how you look at this stuff because like Bob Iger's company from the way I understand it has classically been around giving the creatives the power to make what they need to make, understanding that in the process of synergy, profits would, would come from where they're going to come from. So it would be okay to make a $150 million season of The Mandalorian and yes – Disney Plus might not look super profitable, but when you go to an elementary school to pick up your kids every day, like I do, you end up seeing like 13 to 14 different pieces of Grogu items on parents and children because while they did get that eight bucks a month or now 12 bucks, whatever it is a month from them, uh, they're also buying the Grogu backpacks and action figures and lunch boxes and all of that bullshit. So uh, I think that's what had, I think that's, that's what they might have to do. And the other thing is, is I think the dummies will go, well, that's Mandalorian. But I will say that while I don't think, for instance, uh, I'm just going to pick a show that hasn't come out yet. So it's nobody could take exception to it. The Acolyte. The Acolyte's not going to have a Grogu in it that we know of necessarily. But that ecosphere of families watching Disney Plus and watching Star Wars shows as they come out and that being a thing is ultimately like all connected once again to that kind of creative synergy that I think Iger goes for. I think that yeah, to show them the sales and fucking Fortnite skins alone. This is the mm -hmm. thing that like used to drive me nuts about like um these companies like Disney and them would say, well the comic book division of Marvel it only makes like 20 million a year and blah 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 and I'm like it yeah. it it turns out a fan base and storylines that generate a billion dollars like three times a year. Yeah. And, and, a, and a, and a, but they don't, they, they see with Hollywood accounting, they can't say, well, that affects this. They, they go, well, this one thing, so we got to gut it. And then, you know, then their movies tank and their fan base hates them. And they go, well, what happened? Because you fucking bean counters, you know what I mean? Like just to got no souls, man. Well, yeah. Like, like, and then to take it out of star Wars so that way we can just rationally look at what this is. When they made the Dragon Ball Z skins in Fortnite, for instance, 2% of the install base bought that skin. 
And people are like, it's only 2%. That's not a lot. Well, it's like $30 million probably because those skins are like, it's like $30 for some of those sets. Yeah, that, I'm going to say they didn't spend even a million on making the skins. You know what I mean? No, probably <laughs> I one, mean, it's, it's, probably probably like yeah. three people probably worked on it, right? Like in actuality, yeah, like to, maybe, to make that model. Spent, and yeah, then, and when you add their, not in like <coughs> development time, but if you add their salary or their, you go, maybe they spent 50 grand. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, yeah, man. yeah. It, it's it's a gr- it's a great investment for like what they get out of it, and um, and remember, like the Disney Plus characters of of mo- many of them have been sold on um that on for in Fortnite now. So once again, like they just maybe I guess they just want it to be justified. Uh, and uh, one hey, look, last thing, this is a fucking company. Hold on, this <laughs> is a company that sees no value in building their own video games, and it's like look at what they could have they could be reaping in with game purchases and shit you know what i mean like with their fucking ip if they just fucking like but they don't they don't understand this man they've never have you know yeah yeah well i, I would say see that the the, uh, the thing is santa is that that's all part of the grift he says but wait jason but star wars currently in a coma i saw that on twitter so rest in peace if if that's true then those content creators should shut the fuck up about star wars and move the fuck on but the thing about it is, is they want to push that into that so that way they could go Star Wars MAGA, you know, make Star Wars and America great again. That's that's the whole idea. And um, it's all bullshit because when something's truly dead, you just move on. I don't see anybody who actually talking about the Matrix right now and doing that. Well, kind of I do. I mean, you do really? That, that, okay. well, the, they made one really great movie, dude. I mean, maybe one no. day they'll make a sequel. Right? No, 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 no. I'm saying when something goes like when something goes into a coma in actuality it goes into a coma and it's not being fucking tweeted tweeted about and people aren't making fucking content videos about it and, and hate Logan watching Paul it tweets about the and Matrix. so on. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you, you know, are a pig killer. Um, but poor, poor, what was her name? Was it Betsy or some shit? The pig. But um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's innocent on that one. I just, I, that guy sucks though. Who cares? Anyways. Um, yeah, right here. That, that's what I, that's what I, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Make Star Wars great again. Um, but I, I think you need to put America in there too, because most of these people don't want to raise their kids. They want Disney to do it for them. You know what I mean? They want to say, "Hey, Disney, I don't like what you're teaching my kids. I'm because I'm not going to teach my kids anything. What is this teaching my kids? I don't know. How about you fucking teach your kids? That's what I do. Little bastards. All right. Anyways, let's move on. Pelt's fun went on to elaborate its concerns with Disney Plus, adding, We are surprised that Disney's best in class IP franchises in scale have not led to inline, if not superior, unit economics compared with Netflix, which generally lacks high quality franchise IP. Hi, I am a robot. I fucking have complete ass breath all the time. And I don't know anything about making stuff and creativity. I'm about the bottom line and having my breath smell like your bottom, but fuck this guy. Um, but basically what he is saying is that it Netflix makes a bunch of diarrhea splatters it on the wall, hoses it down. And there's a little dingleberry there. That was a success to go. We did it. You know, why don't we have a Joe Rogan? That's Joe Rogan. But this comment is so fucking stupid because when you have world-class IPs, the Netflix model doesn't work for that, you fucking jackass. 
Like, how fucking stupid would it be if they went and did what Netflix does with Marvel? You would just have outrage and outrage and quitting. And it was, did it with Star Wars. It, it just, that is such a fucking dumb whataboutism in the stupidest fucking way. Whoever said that, I don't think they're going to watch our show. But if you do, you should fucking think about what you're what you're saying. And you should reorganize how you view what you do have because you don't know. You went and you fucking had cocktails with Zazlav and you're watching that boat sinking. But he has a boat, so you want that sinking boat too because you're fucking stupid. I mean, it's just, it's so dumb. The uh, the uh, thing about it is that this stuff makes money by being good. Like, in the end, we're going to see, like, when, number one, if I were them right now and they had, you know, they could look back and know what everything was going to be, I don't think Andor was the right show at the right time. I love Andor. I think it's the best thing that they ever did. But I do think in 20 years, we will still be watching Andor while most of these yeah, will have fallen off. Yeah, yeah, it's the best show at any time. I, I don't mm -hmm. want to hear quality's quality. You know what I mean? And and yeah. like, and it teaches them what to do, what not to do. And if they're learning the wrong fucking lessons, then <laughs> then Disney's never learned. Hey, those fucking uh, DVD director DVD sequels were super profitable. Why don't we just fucking make five Lion King sequels? That'll be great. Yeah. H how well that go? How well that go? You know. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like when you, when you really get down to it. See, there's only been two shows on Netflix in the last like two years I've even cared about, and that's Stranger Things, which doesn't really mean I need to subscribe to the, them all year. In fact, I was considering canceling my, my Netflix um, account, and then the other one was uh, I, I like Squid Game, I thought that was super fun, but there hasn't been any more of that, and uh, so it's like when you really get down to it, you know, if you're just jealous of Stranger Things in, in the moment. I told you I, they got Stranger Things on the mind, bro. Like, yeah, that's all I keep hearing from this company is Stranger Things over but and the, over. But, but that's that's like pathetic. Listen, yeah. listen, I love Stranger Things, but but in comparison to what they have, that is that is pathetic. Yeah, when you have Star Wars and you have Marvel and you have Pixar and you, it just goes on and on what they have to work with. Probably and meant then, a lot to, to my niece and her generation. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like it's not my thing, but I respect it. Sure. It's not the same as having fucking Star Wars or Marvel no. or some shit. You know, like, are you at your fucking minds? Yeah. And that's what Str Stranger Things is something for a generation. I'll, I'll be watching it forever. Same. I love it. But same. it's not, I love it too. It's not, it's not going to spend endless fucking novels and shit. Man, I've listened to some of the Stranger Things novels. Have you? No, I haven't. Um, I, yeah, I would add, no. I would add, I would add Wednesday into that. I, I, I did really enjoy Wednesday for what it is, but that one also. But, we'll have to see after, if on a second season, if I give a shit, like if it can continue. That that goes know. to saying that you need to give people a reason to stay on your platform. Mm -hmm. And this whole like acquiring new, we got to always be acquiring new people. We got to ignore the people we have, and always for the new people is like. It's such a CEO mentality. That's like why you. That's why you can never get a raise at work. You have to leave your job to get a raise, right? But that's yeah. great. Brain drain. That, that's really fucking wonderful. But but know? here but here's the other thing too. That's worth noting. Netflix isn't in a great position either, and hasn't been. Right. Netflix is not something to model yourself against either. Like really, it's not. And um, so, yeah, Netflix is was is was in I believe worse in a worse situation than than uh disney and uh but we'll see they don't have any ancillary business 
Disney has, has a diversified business. Like, this is the craziest thing, too, because, like, they need only look further, no further than their own fucking Daredevil Defenders fucking shit. Hey, that mm-hmm. used to be on Netflix, too. Guess yeah. what? You know what I mean? Like who? Yeah. Who won? Like what? What are you? What are you talking about? Well, you and know? then let let's let's be real. If I mean, with with how things go with these corporations, fucking eventually Disney will probably own Stranger Things, most likely. Um, the activist uh, investors Tryon, Tryon really Johnson, also specified that it is not looking to oust Iger, which which would be a nightmare for them, and especially when he's on a, he's on a limited return anyway. Or spinoff assets like ESPN, but that the fund is for ensuring successful CEO succession within two years, meaning that it's looking for Iger to leave that role at that time. And um, I think that a guy who'll sell us out. I I think I think that well, I think that ultimately, if Iger isn't looking to stay for a long time, if he is only really looking to return for these two years, this is this is probably a good thing. But in reality, the idea that Disney is going to go from somebody like Iger to somebody like Iger is not really probably going to happen. So if I were them, I'd try to hold on to him as long as I can. But anyways, the Disney board disclosed in a statement earlier in the day that it, quote, remains open to constructive engagement and ideas that help drive shareholder value. While senior leadership of the Walt Disney Company and its board of directors have engaged with Mr. Peltz's numerous times over the last few years, the board does not endorse the Tryon Group nominee and recommends that shareholders not support its nominee and instead vote for all of the company's nominees. Yes. And um, this uh, this uh, Tryon Group, I'm not sure if they are who, who I think that they are. But uh, I think they're a bunch of shitheads if they are who I think they are. They sound like, like a, they sound like all I hear, man. My you know my intuition is I hear a company that's like, why can't we sell to Zaslav? Why can't we mm-hmm. sell our company to Saudi Arabia? I hear tech bros, investment hedge fund, fucking crypto bullshit with this, yeah. man. I'm telling you, like you know, right? How, how come we can't sell our parks to uh, North Korea? There's a lot of money in North Korea. We'll let Russia buy up some of this shit. We we need we need we need to find a way to triple the profits every quarter, no matter what. Forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's sustainable. So um just a side note from Wikipedia. Um Nelson Peltz is an American billionaire businessman and investor. I hate he him already. Founding, yeah, fuck him. Spitting his food. He is a founding partner together yeah. with Peter W. May and Edward P. Garden of the Tryon Fund Management, an alternative investment management fund based in New York. He is an, ex- he is, oh, he's a coastal elite. Uh, he is never, non- nothing shitty ever happens in New York, Jason. Yeah. You know what? Every billionaire never did it, you know, just earned that money. You know what I mean? Just earned it. And not, not on, not off the backs of, of, of the proletariats. But anyways, here we go. Mr. Hiker's mandate is to use his uh, two-year term and depth of experience in the industry to adapt the business model for the shifting media landscape, rebalancing investments with revenue opportunity while bringing a re- renewed focus on the creative talent that has made the Walt Disney Company the envy of the industry, the company said. Mr. Iger has already taken decisive steps to realign content creation and distribution, which, which is when he put a lot of it back in the hands of creators, thankfully, and repositioned Disney's streaming platforms and linear broadcast and cable networks for enhanced profit profitability for the company. 
These guys don't like that. No. They don't want that. Well, they they they, they just want instantaneous returns, right? They I want mean, I... their Wall Street bros to be made. I I think I can figure out how to make the next Star Wars movie. I yeah. I, I listen to to Star Wars bullshit theory dot fucking nerd fuck <laughs> fart fuck face dot com. I, I, I could do it. You know? <laughs> I could do it. I could do it. Yeah, remember remember when Sal was stockbroker with a stockbroker? Remember that? Like, oh yeah, I've all the back then. What they need, what they need to do is they, the financial advice, dude. Bob Iger just needs to walk in there and just needs to go. Bop it to start, and then start rocking it. Start rocking the bop it. No, um, sorry, no, I don't the want a question. Is start. why didn't they get to making a fucking series of Mando movies when that shit took off? That's. If I were an investment fund guy in this, I'd be like, you guys aren't really capitalizing. You're over here making fucking Willow series that ain't even Willow. What the fuck yeah. is going on? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why me, me and Bestman, we were talking yesterday. We are like, man, they need to make the fucking short round show. Like, I, I'm all about the, the Ravenwood idea. Like, that's cool. But fucking short round is where it's yeah. at, man. That guy, like, like, everybody loves that guy. Everybody's glad to see him back. He's winning awards. He's fucking he he wants to do it. Like you could bring in Indiana Jones in some episodes for moments. You could bring Willie Scott in as his as his, you know, mom. And like not even have her in the show. She could just be like, you know, it could just be like going on adventures, taking his mom out to dinner. Then it's like, oh mom, I gotta go. And it's Willie Scott, man. Willie fucking Scott. Right. And then like like there's just like a whole thing there where you could have him where he grew up to be an archaeologist because he wanted to be like Indiana Jones. And then he has his fedora in his briefcase when he's a teacher. He takes that shit off, puts the New York Yankees hat on and he's like, hold on to your potatoes. And I'm like, that's the show I fucking want. Why are you making that? Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, and and you could have you could have um, 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 Helena from the the new movie be in it because she can know short round and go on adventures with them because they're in the same like field at the same time. Like think short round, you think short round was into Star Trek when it launched in the sixties? He's in Star Trek. Oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a he's a, he's a nerd, and and Indiana. And what I like about him is is he's a nerd, and Indiana Jones is a nerd, but like Indiana Jones is like also like has this is like masculine qualities where he goes out and fucking punches Nazis, but he's always in over his head. But then like you have you have short round who looks like a nerd, but he has fucking martial arts, dude. Like he does martial and, arts, and he, and, he, and he drives with shoeboxes. Yeah, no, no, not now, not now. He's like going to be like a forty-year-old. <laughs> no, adult. he's still. He can't. It doesn't feel right when he drives normally. You know, you got too used to it. He's, look, I Jason, grew up with this. You spend you, know? you spend ten years driving barefoot. You know what I mean? Like when you get yeah. to, you know, you're gonna. It's not gonna feel the same with shoes on. I mean, I mean, like, like imagine the episode titles. Hold on to your potatoes. Episode one. You know what like I mean? Every I, cheesy pun from the eighties. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then what we want to hear something else that that's like pretty cool that that uh, um, I, that we heard about from some like podcast. I don't remember what the podcast was. Sorry, I'm an asshole, but it's a big podcast, so they don't need the show support. Um, but I um, Harloff. No, um, no, no. Fucking, oh, okay. I, fucking uh, Chunk is his. His agent. Yeah. So when you want to book. Short round and data, you got to call Chunk. That's the fucking coolest he, thing I've ever heard in my he life. Makes you do the truffle so, shuffle. So you know what that means, right, Rob? We're gonna try to book book him as a guest on the show, just so that way we could like so have, that have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so we, just so Chunk can tell us no, but that's cool. Two you for know? one. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, Star Wars Minute said, I started my channel around the time of season two trailer came out. I look at you now. You yeah. you ride your your meteoric yeah. rise to stardom, Meg. Yeah. L- slow down, Meg. Smell the flowers a little bit. No, no, the no. Miss no. Sunflower. No, um, if she doesn't keep those numbers up, uh, me and the shareholders are gonna file an injunction and get <laughs> some group in to figure out how we can keep her from, you know, we gotta grow these numbers. You gotta triple those numbers, Meg. Unlimited growth. Yeah. Well <laughs> that that's you're worthless. That's that's the thing is like like I I would love to live in a world where where everything could could come out where they can make you know five Willow shows and ten Star Wars shows and five Indiana Jones shows, but the reality uh, that we're facing for the next for the near future is not that. And when I, Willow ends this week and they're promising two more seasons of, I loved Willow. Like I I mean there's even things I love about the, that show, but I don't want more. I'm like you know what? Don't waste the money there. It's not, I don't think it's ultimately going to be worth it, but we also don't know what, what Willow cost. We probably know Willow cost 20 million an episode because we know they weren't doing multiple takes because um, Willow's like Rob Zombie in charge of the finances. Oh no. Oh no. Laura. Uh, hold on. Let me, let me get, okay. What does it say? Only you have the power Laura. You know, that's pretty much what every, every take he did in that show was like. And, um, but you know, once again, we're moving into an era where this sounds bad for us, and it is kind of bad for us. I think like things are sounding kind of like not great in the sense that I don't like this next year or within like a very short time. We had Kenobi, Book of Boba Fett, another season of Mandalorian, The Acolyte, uh, the Willow. There's some other shit too. I'm thinking I'm leaving something off. Oh, uh, Skeleton Crew, and like like that's like a lot of stuff, right? But also remember that. We're going to be going into, I think, a, a phase where we're starting to get films now in 2025. So by the time this slowdown begins to hit, the films will be returning. And I think I'm okay with that. I think I'm really, truly okay with two Star Wars series a year and a movie. Like something around that. And then on the off here when there's not a movie. I've been saying three. that since day one. Um, all of these should be two series a year. Marvel included. And real like twelve episode series kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. and let shit breathe, and fucking put toys out there, and fucking build little fan bases, and whatever works, you start to move into the, to the movie department, and what doesn't, you you learn from and, and adjust. Yeah, like, like, like in this way, you can really, if you introduce a new character, if you introduce a Mandalorian, or you introduce a fucking Moon Knight or whatever, you give it the people a chance to latch on to that versus just. Well, what next? Well, what next? Well, what next? Well, what next? Because it's it's never going to end, man. You yeah. know, and, and and the more you have a what's next, the less they're going to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. They're going to become yeah. bored of all this. I'm bored of, and then they keep watching it. They just feel bored. It's just they have to. The trick, the, the magic trick with entertainment is to make people feel like it's special, even if they're getting it a lot. Like, and you you just can't with quantity. Quantity won't get you there. Quality will always get you there. Yeah, you know, but but quality doesn't in, doesn't I was saying, quality doesn't ensure uh, clickbait material, right? Mm-hmm. And they want that. They want everything to be viral. Oh, we're gonna make a viral video like that, that. Okay, good. All right. Yeah. Like, like I don't. They go Stranger Things, great. But how many fucking series has Netflix? How many movies at two hundred and fifty million dollars each has Netflix made to get to Stranger Things? You see what I mean? Like, oh yeah. It's all. It does. It's not an efficient way. To arrive at 
one cool thing, you know, like. Um, Let us not right, forget right now, why, why they're right. out there fucking worshipping Zazlab and Warner Brothers. The whole reason we got a Stranger Things is because Warner Brothers itself, before Zazlab, did not want the thing, the, the It movie that those the Duffer Brothers were making to have kids in it. And so they quit. So according to macrotrends.net, Netflix's long-term debt from 2010 to 2022, long-term debt can be defined as the sum of all long-term debt fields. Netflix's long long-term debt for the quarter ending September 30th, 2022 was 13.8 billion dollars. Netflix's long-term for 2021 was 14. So they only gained basically a lot cut out a billion within a year. So which means it's at this point, at this rate, it's like going to take what 13, 14 years until they're like profitable and out of debt. So, um, and then um, over at something called fool.com, they asked the question, does Netflix have a debt problem? Chart by author, data source, Netflix, 10K. Starting in 2025 through, though, Netflix will have nearly 7 billion in debt mature within a three-year span. So that means they have to pay that 7 billion back, right? If it matures, is that what that means? Netflix will have nearly 7 billion in debt mature within a three-year span, which means that they will have to pay, probably borrow to pay off that. So that means you could probably maybe add another seven billion on. I could be wrong about that. If anybody knows how this shit works, let us know in the in the comments. And that's the when chat. the Saudi investment fund shows up. Yeah, and ends up owning like a majority shareholders. And look, not even Nintendo's exempt from this, bro. Like the yeah, Saudi yeah, sure. investment firm owns a grip of Nintendo. Mm-hmm. You know, like people don't. I don't think people realize that kind of shit. Like, so. Don't forget 911. Uh, anyways, uh, I, I'm kidding. Well, or am I? So, what's going on here? With with, am I having the interface bug out on me again? Like like it shows like a Star Wars podcast gave me a super chat and then well, let me thank you for this for the for the super chat the Star thank Wars you. podcast and thank always you. and always thank you for the for the support and 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 being so fucking nice. Appreciate it a lot. Nice. I don't trust it. <laughs> what's what's he doing? What's he doing over there? Being yeah, what's nice he doing with that nice, What's he what's about? What's your angle, nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, um, "Big soggy hugs." After a few weeks on Pandora, it's uh, been a year for Star Wars. It's been it's a big year for Star Wars. Also, I truly believe Obey Janoy's film is a Sans Skywalker episode ten. So that's when you when you really get down to it. I think that's kind of what they're aiming for, what they're hoping for. It's the only is, thing that makes sense. Is being able to to get that excitement and and tell those kinds of stories, but without it being reliance upon Mark. I mean, like when you look at it, like I love Mark Hamill, but trying to bring in like 70-year-old Mark Hamill into these movies all the time isn't convenient. It's a hurdle and all kinds of stuff. So being able to continue the story forward with new people is ultimately like the goal and um, meanwhile meanwhile everyone in the comments like but when is Luke Skywalker going to be in Ahsoka when yeah. is Luke Skywalker going to be in Ahsoka when is going to be Amanda when is going to be in Ahsoka when is going to be yeah you know, it's definitely it's definitely a crutch and it definitely holds us back and like don't get me wrong I love Luke Skywalker he's my favorite I love Mark Hamill he's the best At the same time though I think like it's like thank you for your service you've done enough 
You know what I mean? Like, like enjoy your life. Like, you, but it's just called should... Ahsoka or Mando. Like, if you're not mm-hmm. enjoying those characters, then you're in the wrong fucking show, man. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and um, I think though that they would love for one of these new series. I think they've wanted for a long time. You know how Episode One through Nine is the Skywalker saga. I think they want another saga. Excuse me. I think they want something to justify that being called that and i think you know the game of thrones guys were, were supposed to be that didn't happen and then we moved into this tv phase um and we had the pandemic and economic turndown and all this stuff so i think that where they're at right now i think the hope is that they come in without having without there having been a star wars movie since 2019 everybody's you know hungry for it they make something good and it, you know, leads to exponential storytelling. I think Hungry. that's like the goal. Hungry. Will they do it? Will they do it? I don't know. Hungry like a wolf. But, well, that's that's the that's that's the uh, um thing about these these star star a Star Wars movie is a fucking meal. You know what I mean? Like it is. It's like it's it's a it's an entertainment dopamine meal. But these TV shows, when you really get down to it, are usually going to be an appetizer at best. But and we get mad at the appetizer. Some of us are are dumb and we just eat chicken nuggets all the time. That's we're good with that. So we we're cool with the with the appetizer as a meal. And sometimes I am too. But it, it's like it, we definitely need to have like a well rounded, healthy Star Wars franchise. We have to have a we have to have good films coming out. And we have to have some good shows coming out. And and those things just kind of need to like you know complement one one another. Like uh-huh. in reality, I I think that like. A format of films, a show like Andor, and a show like Acolyte, and real like, animation, not like bullshit yeah. Disney XD fucking bullshit. Like, you yeah, know, real real stuff, man. Yeah, or just don't do the animation. I, I I'm too I'm to a point right now where I, I'm starting to feel a little bit like condescended to. <laughs> oh I yeah, feel, I'm feeling condescension in their in their animated the way that they've been doing animation since star wars rebels and and then and then it's like then you you, then you get visions where they're like but then i love visions but by comparison it's pretentious and i'm just like how about we just fucking just make some animated star wars and just let it's pretentious when they lean into the endless catchphrases when they just Mm -hmm. tell their own story it's fucking cool yeah, but when but it, they lean into all the catchphrases and it's the presentation, it's the presentation though. It's like I feel like fucking, I feel like like. And for our next course, we have this from Japan, and then yes, chef, you know, and then they put it in front of us and on that. Lucas show. set that tone, and, and then he made everything feel mm-hmm. like classical thirties, a night at the theater, mm-hmm. you know. But 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 I'm having I'm like the menu right now, man. I'm like I just want a cheeseburger, I want an animated cheeseburger, and I want it to be good. You know, what a good animated cheeseburger. And, um, you know, it's not really happening for, for me. And I was on board with the Clone Wars because of, of the uh, storytelling. But that was because George Lucas was there. And that's that's the one component I could say that is just missing. When you do that weird show and you take away George, George's weirdness to it, it's just kind of left with um, with a weird aesthetic in the end. It's gotten a little bit better looking in some ways, but what whatever. Point is, uh, I, I know I, this is a, 
That's like when people go, I think this uh, uh, up-res PS4 game at 120 no. frames is better than 90 frames. And you're like, there's no discernible difference. You no, know? the uh, the um, like actual lighting and stuff has gotten worlds better. And the like current, the last, like since like Tales of the Jedi, um, it's gone, the lighting and stuff has gotten a lot better. But it's once still again, gray. But no, but it's in the, the um, but you haven't watched it yet, though. You haven't seen it, seen right? clips. See clips. Yeah, I'll watch don't. the trailer. Clips don't even finish when you see when they see clips though. Uh, it, it, it like, okay, now I gotta watch no, one just to tell you I don't I, like no, it. No, no, I no, I'm not telling you. I don't think you should yeah. watch. I don't think you will like it. But um, but any but but anyways, point is, yeah, we, we definitely need need films to come back for Star Wars, and then we need to watch all of the people who are saying it's dead today talk about how it's back, but it'll be back only for a minute until like that runs its course, then it there'll be a problem. And then they'll go on. I, I've now been been reporting on Star Wars bullshit for ten years now. I think I think I started in 2013, like officially. I think I was kind of doing. You've it got seven thousand followers on YouTube, dude. You're doing good. Well, I, I haven't been doing I haven't been doing YouTube the whole time. To be fair, uh, no. look at you. Yeah, I know the, the the articles do well. The the YouTube not so much, but no, it's I think I it's prize winning. Honestly, I blame, I blame myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, know. No, no, you do help. You do help. Um, um but yeah, we we will go back. We will go back to 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 a, a saga. It's going to happen. I really wanted to see what Taika was going to like do, but a part of me is glad that it doesn't sound like Taika's film is the next one. It's just I think it's important to remember there is always a chance that it, you know, um, the info, the current info is wrong. Sometimes even the, the best get things wrong. So th there's a what chance if, that it, like this movie is still next. That could still, or, or what if there's more to the picture than we realize? What if Taika's picture is a part of this series that Lindelof is, or, is doing all kinds of or, things, you know, what if Taika just been holding out for Ezra Miller to get out of all that legal trouble so he can announce his as the lead as the or them as the oh, lead? In... I, I saw yesterday he he uh, he's like got like a couple years probation and like a five hundred dollar fine. I think he's good. I think he's well, ready. that was the maximum violation for that one crime. He's got oh, like okay. four other fucking things to go through. Like that's oh, like feeding babies bullets and shit. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was the one for his neighbor or some shit. Like, <laughs> okay, I only yeah. I actually did turn on the Campia show today because my buddy was telling me I like. I guess his grandma died or something so i was like oh shit mm -hmm. so yeah i'll go support the show i've been a while mm -hmm. and uh, then they were apparently aaron cummings knows all about fucking that that legal shit she's like no it's this and that and so mm. but there's like a bunch of other i don't know but what i would say is it'd be funny if he did announce a movie called star wars ezra but it has nothing to do with Ezra Bad. It just has Ezra Miller in it. It just trolled the whole fucking. Thing. He's like, he's like, yeah. when I was seven years old, I saw Star Wars for the first time. It's like a documentary on Disney Plus. Um, yeah. What do you call it? Uh, uh, I, wanted, I wanted to ask your opinion on this because, like, when when I'm talking to, to to Bespin about like Zaslav shit, you know, just like industry stuff, yeah. I feel like when they took that Michael Keaton movie off the slate for the for the future i feel like they turned down not exactly force awakens money but something close because our generation yep. misses michael keaton's batman yeah and doesn't care if batman's old and would totally go and see it and we would take our kids to see it too do you do you agree yes and, and to the point now and you got to think about how i i call this is actually the marvel effect 
Um, remember before Iron Man came out, you had to cast every superhero as a 20-year-old? Yeah. And then once they got Robert Downey Jr., now when they cast a Batman, they're like, he's too young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, we, we, I mean, what you're looking for is characters who imbue presence and, and intelligence and experience. And a 20-year-old Logan Paul ain't the kind of dude most people want to be looking up to, right? Like, Right. So, so like it is a weird effect but it it's the way we, we things change and so look man i love james gunn dude and i and i'm you know the suicide squad movie was cool love peacemaker yeah i like the suicide squad movie for it wasn't my favorite movie i probably never watch it again but i had fun watching it what gave me a little pause when he was talking about the superman script he's writing was that he said it's this idea i've had forever and, and i'm like that's a you came up with that idea in another time dude you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's possible that, I mean, he's not a flawless, I mean, everyone, everyone, he's not a flawless director, writer, director, as much as people fucking love to say, oh, Guardians is my favorite. They weren't saying that when Guardians 2 came out. I enjoyed it, but they weren't. People were hating on that movie left and right. So, yeah. I mean, like, people just forget, you know? Like, <laughs> So I don't know, man. Like I just think about this for like the Michael Keaton of it, you know, like in taking that Burton, not not in our world move forward, but the Burton universe move forward, you know, is like that's an opportunity to do something that I've been saying they should have been doing when they were first announcing the Zack Snyder show. I just bring fucking Michael Keaton back. Mm -hmm. Just say that Man of Steel shit took place in the Burton universe, you know, like deal with it, like but. Yeah. Oh well, you're getting all all new sets of characters, <laughs> reboots. Yeah, for everybody. Right. Well, we'll, we'll you get a hopefully, reboot. Yeah, hopefully, it's Ghostbusters good. will get rebooted again. You know. I, yeah. Just like you know, even my 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 daughter likes the Batman '89 movie and the and Batman Returns because that's of all we watch the we watch a few of them, but those are the ones that speak to her. And even if he was coming back, like I know for for certain. They would be getting at least four tickets from me from from a Michael Keaton Batman movie. You know what I mean? Between me and my daughter, probably going twice. And, I just um, hope that whatever Gun and them Gun decides to do and shit, like they could lean into it. I'm not saying being a comic book, but he can have cool gadgets and fucking cars and shit, and stop trying to make everything fucking the French Connection meets Seven. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, so Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Rowland faces felony domestic violence charges. Well, that's on was Charged with domestic battery and false imprisonment in May 2020 after an incident with a woman he was dating, according to a criminal complaint. So, let's see how how it shakes out. I mean, like you know, that's Star like, Wars news. <laughs> uh, we, all, I don't know. You only spend like every fucking like. Well, you haven't done it in a while, but you used to always be impersonating Rick and Morty and. Rick and Morty comes up on the show all the time when there's a new episode and stuff. So it, yeah, it, it, it hurts it my voice. Fun. NBC News obtained the criminal complaint in the case, which Roland forty two is it R- Royland or Roland? Royland, right? Roy, like Roy, like R O Y, but it's R O Y. Anyway, like with Roy. one with a uh, corduroy with forty two or with one felony count of domestic battery and corporal injury Jesus. and one felony count of false imprisonment by menace violence fraud and or deceit that's i don't know what that even means though does that mean like you get in that box and you don't get out or you're in trouble 
NBC News yeah. is the first to report publicly on the case. The complaint states that literally occurred... that, that is literally an episode of Friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, January 18, 2020, I guess an anonymous Jane Doe who was dating um, him at the time. According to Orange County Superior Court records, he pleaded guilty to not charges in October 2020. Um, yeah, so who knows, though? It could be a shakedown. Yeah, yeah, it could be real. Know, it could be man. a shakedown. It's L.A., dude. It's weird. People, mm-hmm. I don't fucking know, you know. Yeah, I, I with all these things, and it's it's not because oh, were you a fan? I haven't watched a cartoon in a while, man. I'm not yeah. saying it. I, I watch um, it. I watch it as they come out. Like I, I I'm I'm a fan of it. And I, uh, I have a friend know. who worked with him on that game Trover Saves the World, like one on one. It was just him and him for a while. Yeah, he didn't like him. You know, mm-hmm. so like, like uh, I'm not saying that. What I what I would just say is like that that. That shit's for the courts, man. I, I don't exactly. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's like, yeah, because you don't like somebody or somebody's a dick or whatever. It doesn't mean that they lock people in boxes necessarily. Um, but uh, <laughs> KG saw. Oh, geez, Rick. Um, Ray is as a palpitant says. Will they will they use the volume to create the world between worlds or use CGI? Uh, I mean, it, that's that's a kind of a weird one. I think it's going to be the volume probably, but the volume is ultimately CGI. And so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, um, anyways, yeah, but it, it's always a mix of mix of things. But re- remember, like, just because you didn't like the volume in one thing or one person used the volume poorly, you classically have liked probably liked the volume the way that it was used in other places. People never complain about it on Mando and stuff like that. Uh, and but you did a good job of it on Star Trek. So, so yeah, so it's world. it's completely down to the amount of care that's given to the budget and stuff like that. And so but yeah, and, and then that's like that's like the other thing too with the with the topic that we had today. Um will we will we get will Star Wars shows be funded the same? There will just be less. Will they be funded less and they'll make more? Like who knows what what they're gonna do? It could really go both ways. What do you mean nobody knows? Well, nobody knows. Nobody knows. And then the blast doors start to close. What do you mean? Nobody knows. All right. But yeah, my friends out there. All right, here we go. Tyrant says it was under under seal, but they're proceeding with the case, which is why they're the filing went public. My opinion is out on it's based on little details that are available. Yeah. So we won't we won't start going, I'm not watching that show yet. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, see what what actually went on there, and um, if it's any of our business. So, um, yeah, but I, I think we did it, Rob. Oh, wait, actually, one last thing. Um, I I would imagine with there was some Ubisoft news, and we were and like you know you showed it to me right, right before the show. I didn't get to watch it, so I'm completely ignorant of the of the of what's going on there. But they've just had a giant stock drop, yeah. and there's but. It said that they canceled three games. Did did it say what games they canceled? Do we know if, if no. Star Wars is in trouble there? No. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because I, I imagine in the next couple of days we may hear some news. Um, make sure when we when that news does break, you don't just fall for the first thing you hear and make sure it comes from something reputable. Um, our buddy Bestman Bulletin is pretty looped in on video game stuff more than most, I would say. So I feel like we might we may see something from from him uh, hopefully soon. I, I, he hasn't said anything. I haven't talked to him about it or whatever. But until he says something about it, I'm just kind of being like, well, I'm hoping for the best. 
Uh, thanks, thank you again for the $5 super chat topic. Um, teleports. This year feels like writing of the ship year. Ubi needs to write theirs with Star Wars Open World and at SWC this year, films announced. Yeah, yeah. I um topic podcast says no, it's all good, Jason. It was unannounced games canceled. Since Ubi's game was announced, it's safe. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, That's... it could have been a Rabbids three or a steep four or whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and I and I, I am with you in the sense that it like since Iger's come back, it has been about course correcting. I mean, things if things were just just to continue on the path that they were on for all of this stuff, it wasn't going to lead anywhere. It was just going to eventually lead to burnout. There needs to be something that, you know, really lights the fire. And um, I got to say, though, like, I, I do hope that when we move into this new era of films, I hope they're able to to do TV shows that connect to the films at the same time eventually. Oh, oh you, know you mean, what I mean? like if Mando was a movie and how it could be coming in and out? Mm, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of. Yeah. But uh, it's more like if you were making episode seven today, you know, would I would I want like a TV show? Let's just pretend like the Church of the Force wasn't slaughtered in the opening sequence. What I want, like, a thing about like Laura Santeca's people and what they were doing, and then what they were trying to, like, how how they were trying to save that map to Luke Skywalker and keep it out of enemy hands, stuff like that. Like, it would be nice if things connected in intriguing ways, but I'm not so sure if it will. Like, I kind of feel like we're, we're, we'll get, we're probably most likely get a film, and then we'll get like two other shows in completely different eras. You know what I mean? And then when the film is yeah. done, then we might get a film, a TV show in that era. But I, I would be, I would love it if, if there was like a series idea that was big enough that we could have things going on in the series. And the, you know what I mean? Like sort of a, a very living kind of thing, but I, w- I will take something good over connectivity any, any day of the year too. You know, topic podcast also goes on to say avatar frontiers of Pandora and star Wars Explorer, whatever it's called will be sibling games. I feel hoping for third person mode though. So, so like in third person mode, then you're saying like you hope like you see your character. If yeah. there's, yeah, if there's when there's like cosmetics to like earn and define and stuff like that, uh, that's when I'm I'm pretty about that. You know, at that point, you're customizing your your character that's that's always fun. You know, keeps you going. Yeah, uh, keeps keeps you playing a game. But anyways, um, we did it, Rob. We did it. We did it. We even we we asked a question. Topic podcast came in and answered it. Said, "Hey, nope, they were old. They were unannounced games, so that's good." Um, we'll be back tomorrow at one p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Hopefully on time tomorrow. I plan to be on time tomorrow. So, so. I, I so, plan to be on time tomorrow. I was twenty minutes late today. What do you want? You know, you were twenty minutes early yesterday, so it evens out. There we go. See, <laughs> and um, yeah. <laughs> I like how I get the note. I'm starting now. Like I'm like, what the fuck? Like, is that a failed thread or something? Like, all right. No, you know, like... no, because I because I only had like 40 minutes, so I was like, I'm just going to start now and you know. get some of the fat out of the way because there's also two shows you didn't watch, Willow and and uh, the Star Wars one. It's better if I talk about it because no one else watched it. So, <laughs> yeah. 
It's more of me than you right now, Jason. Hey, when somebody edits that. Willow into a fan edit and, and, and changes the music all to James Horner, let me know. I want to isolate that. the audio though. You know what I mean? It's all mixed. So I don't when it's when it's like a when there's certain like five point one tracks and stuff, the audio will sometimes not have bleed. And if that happens, you know, the audio is on its own channel, for instance. Uh, it might be possible. Mm. I might be wrong. I don't know. I don't know what the sound mix for the show is. I'm watching it in, two, in fucking stereo, as as are most people. <laughs> we live in a world where we, we pretend that everybody's using their 5.1. Most people have 5.1 and don't even fucking turn it on when they have it. That's what I've been saying. People will fucking oversell sound systems, dude. Yeah. I, I love it. I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I'm all about it when you can have it, but for the most part... You know, you end up, you end up like you're all about it, and then you got it set up, and then like you get a new girlfriend or something. She doesn't like the wires, or she vacuums over it because you're a pig, and she breaks it. You know, and you're like, oh man, that's that. Very specific, Jason. (laughs) Very specific. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Um, But uh, Tuesday night, we're making chicken tonight. You know, like stove up. So tomorrow, me and Robert, ha- are, we, are we doing? Oh no, are, we're not having. We can't have a pizza day tomorrow, right? No, no pizza day tomorrow. Oh no, 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 no pizza, pizza day. day no, no, don't bring, don't eat your pizza and tell Rob about it tomorrow. Don't be, don't be mean like that. <laughs> oh, I don't care. I, I don't no. look at the screen. So. <laughs> I'll read. Um, KG says she's eating a delicious anchovy pizza like she's Heathcliff from the old cartoon. Remember cartoons? They always eat anchovy pizzas. I don't know why. Was that supposed I to be like funny? I like junkyard cats. I was more in the yeah. The, you had a tape deck. I thought, thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. The yeah. animation to the opening was way cool. Yeah, yeah. I used to watch that every day after school with uh, um, Heathcliff and um, Dennis the Menace, the cartoons. But anyways, all right, everybody. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Say bye, Rob. Bye, Rob. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! No, you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships.